Matt Taven here with me. Impact Wrestling star now. Uh, this is the first time we've done this since you've signed with the company. Uh, a little strange since you're, you know, you're known as one of the big names from Ring of Honor. You were there for many, many years, but uh, making the most of your your new home. Uh, I'll start by saying congratulations on the on the title win uh, and how you doing today. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, it, it was quite the title win. It's it's nice to do it in a new place, but uh, I'm doing good. And yeah, I, I know I'm always looked at as you know I was in Ring of Honor for a decade, so um, as one of the Ring of Honor guys. But now, um, quickly after the Ring of Honor's. Um, final battle last year we found ourselves a new home here in impact wrestling and and now i find myself a tag team champion so it's it's kind of crazy how the world uh keeps moving forward and how quickly everything can change yeah and uh you know i i will say you guys fit right in maybe the the impact roster and fans don't see it that way because you maybe barged in you know depending on how you look at it on television but uh uh, I, I would say you guys fit right in. Uh, a lot of people very excited to see you guys, uh, especially after what happened with ROH. Uh, you and Vincent had this, you know, towards the end, you know, you guys have this big feud in ROH. You're aligned in Impact. Uh, was it odd for you guys at all just because, you know, you had this one dynamic or is it, you know, it, there wasn't much to it and you guys were just, you know, playing a different role in different promotions. I mean, it was definitely different, but um, Vinny and I, Vincent and I have had such a long history together. It was kind of just another chapter in it. You know, we've, man, Vincent is one of the first people that I've ever met in wrestling. And we came up together in the Northeast area. We both trained on the Spike Dudley. We went to the same training school um, and, and really came up together. And, and when we, had the second version of the kingdom come in and Vincent and I found ourselves tag partners for the next, you know, three and a half years. It, it was kind of, it was wild for the next two years feuding uh, that ultimately led to the cage match in Philadelphia. But um, after that, when everything kind of turned topsy turvy, it was, it was one of those situations where it's like, when you don't know what's going to happen next and you have to make a deal with the devil, you'd rather do it with the devil you know than the devil you don't. And uh, I know Vincent very well. And, uh, you know, even though he, the guys cut me with an axe at one point, I know how deadly he can be, and I'd rather have him on my side than against me. All right, fair enough. Uh, one of the other things that kind of came to mind was, you know, it, it doesn't happen too much, so it's interesting to kind of see it play out. And I know it's not going on at the same time, but the the one that came to mind for me was uh also you know a tna but impact and ring of honor connection was the cm punk and raven feuded but then in the other company they were aligned so you know it's it's still kind of almost taboo i guess for for fans to try and get used to you know seeing talent work on such a high level against each other and then Hey, we, you know, like you just said, I, I don't think you could, uh, could have put it a better way. Go with the devil, you know? Yeah. And you know, if, if punk and Raven did it, I guess we're in pretty good. Um, we're in, we're in, we have pretty good company when it comes to those kind of situations. So I'll take it. 
as I mentioned, you, you came in with your friends or, you know, what, whatever you consider Vinny right now, uh, ally. Uh, but, uh, another guy that, uh, has ring of honor ties, Shane Taylor, uh, People were kind of wondering yeah. why isn't anybody scooping him up? His match debuts tonight. Uh, as we're recording this right now, he'll be on BTI tonight. Uh, what I, you got a chance to work with him a little bit? Uh, you know, tag tag team matches um, in Ring of Honor. But what should fans like that maybe haven't seen what he can do yet? What, like, what's the biggest thing you would do to hype him? His arrival on Impact Wrestling. I mean, you're going to see one of the best strikers in professional wrestling today. Uh, Shane Taylor is a guy that, for me, there, I, I feel so bad for a, a handful of guys that were really kind of coming into their own at towards the end of Ring of Honor there. Um, Vincent had a title shot lined up. Shane Taylor was on a roll. You know, guys like Dak Draper coming up big. But Shane Taylor just kind of was one of those guys that had established himself so much with STP, and everyone knew him as uh, a great six-man champion, but he was one of those guys that was about to break out again. He had an incredible television run in 2000, television championship run in 2019, but he was one of those guys who was about to break out again and be a uh, serious contender for the world title. And uh, just kind of the way the wrestling business is, you know, the world can get flipped upside down on you pretty quickly, but Shane Taylor's so good that here he is back again. And if I was impact wrestling, I'd be making a move to, to lock up Shane Taylor because he's one of the top talents out there today. Uh, I, I will agree with you there. I think we're not alone. Hopefully this is the, the first appearance of many. Uh, I think extremely underrated. And again, I, you know, kind of going back to what I said to introduce the question. I, d I don't know why he hasn't been scooped up yet, but I hope to see more of him. Uh, I think a great talker, like you said, a great striker. So who knows? Uh, he's in a singles match tonight, but uh, I mean, maybe we see the possibility that he finds a friend and, you know, steps up to you and uh, Mike in the future. I mean, that, that would be a, a nice challenge and a nice callback to, you know, the fans that came with you. Hey, we, we would always have an open door policy for a guy like Shane Taylor. I mean, uh, the, the guys and girls that came from ring of honor, I think forever, we'll always kind of look out for one another. So if, um, and, and yeah, I'm just a competitive guy as it is. If Shane Taylor starts talking trash about me, I, I, it, it wouldn't take that long before he found himself, uh, on the opposite end of the OGK. I, I, I like it. I, I'm going to just let that speak for itself. Hopefully, Hey, hopefully we see it go down. Uh, maybe he'll respond. Who knows? But, uh, sit, I, I think is it six months in so far, uh, that you've been in impact, uh, cap, I guess you cap off the, the halfway point of your year, not the entire year, but, a tag title win. Uh, how do you see the rest of the year going for you? I mean, you, you reached the pinnacle of the tag team division, what, you know, OGK set out to do. So, so what is next for you guys? I mean, we have said from the beginning that our, our sites as the OGK was the impact tag team titles. 
But it, it's not like you just win the championship and you ride off into the sunset and that's how the story ends. I mean, if we turned around and lost them tomorrow, we would we would not look like the greatest champions in history. So it, it's about the legacy that you lead after winning the titles is almost more important than winning them in the first place. You know, look, people are going to look back and say, oh, their reign was this, their reign was that. Uh, so we we plan on holding these titles for a long, long time, definitely till the end of the year. So our, our plans is to represent Impact Wrestling as the top team and holding that um for the foreseeable future at the same time we got some big events coming up and we got some big opportunities you know the honor no more group as a whole is is still looking to accomplish so much more in impact wrestling i i truly believe kenny king is the rightful x division champion right now and we're looking at our good friend eddie edwards coming back up north for for uh, bomb for glory and getting a shot at the impact championship and and there's no better ending to impact bigger sh- biggest show of the year than all of us standing in the ring at the end of the night on and no more holding up all the impact titles and that's that's what i have in mind and that's that's the envision that uh, that i have and i know that all the group has as well but for us as a team you know mike and i we, we still have something to prove we still always have a huge ship on our shoulder We've been working with the NWA where we have our sight sets on their world tag team titles. And we want to go back to, to New Japan. You know, the, the World Tag League is something that we, we had a lot of success in before. It led us to the IWGP uh, heavyweight tag titles in the past. And we want to get back to that point. So we would love to get in the World Tag League as well um, this year. So we, we definitely have a lot of things left on the agenda of the OGK. We're not going to sit back and rest on our laurels just because we won the tag team titles um, last week. So it's, it's like the work has just begun. It's um, one of those things where, where when you, when you finally reach the goal that uh, you had in mind, well, now you have a whole new one set in front of you. So that's, that's our mindset. And that's, that's what we're pushing for. The North's longest reign ever, 380 days, just in case anybody wanted to know that. Yeah. And a little goal. There's eighty-one. There you go. There's a goal to set for you. Uh, you you said something at the beginning of your answer that kind of struck. Uh, you know about the what you do with after you win the titles is just as important as winning them. Uh, and you know building a legacy. Anything that you maybe took from you know your respective. Uh, Ring of Honor title reigns. Uh, you know, you, you've spoken a lot in the past about your your world title reign, and then you guys won the the tag titles. Um, anything from those respective reigns that you're maybe keeping in the back of your mind, or anything right now that you know you can sort of build off of from you know your experience with those. Of course, uh, I mean, as the world champion. I always say that my my reign I feel like was a little under uh, appreciated because there's some classic matches in there that I think if people went back and watched that they would truly enjoy myself and Alex Shelley myself and Jay Lethal and Kenny King actually um, and even myself and Roosh where the night that changed the title changed hands was uh, a great match as well but it's it's one of those things where 
I look back especially on our last Ring of Honor reign and how that kind of came to an end and, and how that kind of was swept under the rug with all the other things that were going on with Ring of Honor in general. So it seems like we won this title and it wasn't what everyone was talking about. Everyone was talking about the unknown future of Ring of Honor. So it was like we, we had the second title reign that happened five years um, after we, we had separated for the first time. We came back together and we won but it just didn't have the same feeling with uh, the dark cloud that was over um, or the uncertainty, I should say, that was over everyone's heads at the time. So for us to now be the impact tag champions, it's almost like we're making up for two title reigns. You know, we got this one that we're, we're trying to prove at, in a new company and, and we're making up for the last one that ended against the Briscoe at, at Briscoe's at final battle, just because we feel like we never, um, really had an opportunity to kind of show what we were about at, at that point. Um, we had gotten back together and we felt like we were better than ever. And before you knew it, everything was moving and shifting with Ring of Honor. And then it took a little time for us to kind of get our footing here in Impact. But I think we're showing that we're the best uh, unit of the OGK than, we, than we've ever been. I also think that the way that we lost the tag team titles happening at final battle was kind of just the, the moment in general was overshadowed by the impending uncertainty with, with ring of honor. I, I truly think that's one of the best matches to happen in a long, long time, us versus the Briscoes. And it, since that day, it feels like everywhere we've gone, whether it's impact or NWA, we've, we've had something to prove that, um, we came back with a purpose. We came back for a reason. We came back because we're, we think we're better uh, as a team now than we've ever been. And um, we felt like we started to prove that this last year, but now we, we're, we're going to make up for, for the entire time that, um, or the oppor missed opportunity. We felt like we didn't have to really prove that to everyone. We're going to do that as the impact champions. Now, Normally, I, I do a watch list feature. I, I ask for match recommendations, uh, and I was going to ask about you know a memorable tag match from Ring of Honor, but I think you just gave me my answer. Uh, that final battle match. I mean, whether you look at it as from a fan perspective as a, an end of an era, or if you look at it as maybe an audition of sorts for whatever's next, like that was such a enjoyable match, and then you know, highlighted by that, that dive that you did over the ropes, like that gif was like crazy popular. I, I know I posted it and it was like, people were going nuts over it. So I know that would Thank be, you. you know, that would be my answer for the, or, you know, for the tag match in ring of honor. But, uh, how about I'll, I'll make it a little difficult for you. You can't pick the title win because I, I feel like that might be you know, the obvious answer, what's your favorite match and impact that you've had so far? You know, I, I would have to say there's been two matches in particular that really stand out to me. And um, it, it was kind of just incidental chemistry. Um, clearly Eddie Edwards and myself and Mike and Vincent, we've known each other all coming up in the Massachusetts, New England, Northeast area. Um, but there was two opportunities of us doing six mans, uh, myself and Mike and Eddie Edwards, where we faced the Motor City Machine Guns and Frankie Kazarian. And then in another um, time, we faced uh, the Machine Guns and, and Mike Speedball, or Speedball Mike Bailey, I should say. 
And I think those two matches are probably my favorite so far of our impact run, just because they, they weren't something that necessarily we expected to be as great or, or our chemistry to be as good with one another. And then all of a sudden you go out there and kind of magic just falls into the place and you're like, Oh, there's definitely something here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the three of us have always been friends, but we haven't had many opportunities to go out there and show us, show ourselves as a six man tag. So I would say those two matches uh, have been my favorite so far in impact wrestling. All right. I like, I like it. Uh, uh, I'll put this out as a, a separate feature, but if anybody listening or reading wants to go check them out, uh, I'll see what I can dig up on. I'm sure it's on impact uh, insiders on YouTube, or hopefully it's standalone matches. Impact Plus. I think they do have standalone matches. So, mm-hmm. all right, I'll get you out on this. Uh, a little bit of a fun note. Um, you're a Northeast guy, New England guy. Uh, I don't know if anybody's ever. I'm sure now that I'm thinking about it, people have asked you, but uh, why purple? Why did you pick purple? Because none of the that color's not in any of the Boston sports teams. So I was like wondering why purple. Yeah, and, and if anything, it's a lot of Boston sports teams' rivals. You know, the Lakers, the Ravens. It's, I, I, I get some flack sometimes, especially at certain points of the year, uh, by the fellow Bostonians over the purple thing. But uh, purple kind of was one of those things that happened originally organically. Um, we, you know, as members of the kingdom, it's a royal, royal color, and we were trying out a bunch of different outfits, and purple kind of, for me, was always one that I, I thought looked good. Um, and when we came back in the second version of the kingdom, I, I kind of made it a decree like, okay, we're going to stick with this color theme. Um, and it just kind of happened to happen at the same time as my uncle, who I was very close with, uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And, uh, um, you know, the purple ribbons and we, we did fundraisers and it was all, you know, purple gear and stuff like that. And unfortunately he lost his battle with, um, pancreatic cancer and, and just kind of as a, a little tribute to him, I, I made it a decree from that day forward. I'd always wear purple in honor of him. So, um, it's a little shout out to my uncle that was always very, uh, supportive and helpful, um, as I was coming up on the Indies and, um, you know, it's just kind of become my trademark at this point. You know, I'm sorry to hear that, uh, and I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, it clearly has a lot of meaning to you, and you know, like you said, uh, th- there's personal meaning. It's kind of you know has a regal quality to it, the kingdom, and uh, I like it. I just I, I was always curious, uh, but you know, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. Uh, Matt Taven, it's been great talking to you again. Congratulations uh, on the title win and looking forward to seeing what, uh, what you guys do next in impact wrestling. It's been a fun ride and looking forward to seeing more. Thanks. I appreciate the time. It's been nice talking as well. We'll uh, we'll do it again someday. I'm sure.